Motivation, hard to come by on any day. And these days spent locked inside bring a whole new challenge to the motivation game. Stuck getting into your exercise routine at home? It's go time. Go sleeves are compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape for support and comfort that is unprecedented. Just like sheltering at home. With go sleeves, aches and pains that are keeping you from much needed physical activity go away. When exercising actually feels good, there's no better motivation. The kinesiology tape built into Go Sleeves actually lifts and stretches your skin, which accelerates your body's natural ability to heal itself. Get your blood flowing and your energy going today. Just pull on a Go Sleeve and experience what top performing athletes use to deal with pain and recover from injuries. Visit GoSleeves.com and use discount code BRUNO for 20% off. GoSleeves.com, discount code BRUNO. That's G-O-Sleeves.com and enter discount code BRUNO. GoSleeves.com, discount code BRUNO. Relax, let's have some fun out here. This game's fun, okay? If you've missed a minute of sports from the sidelines on MLB Network Radio, catch every episode on demand with the SiriusXM app. It's athletes and executives talking to athletes and executives. Hear former All-Stars Dale Murphy, Don Mattingly, Tim Raines, and Steve Sachs break down baseball in the 80s. Trevor Bauer, Matthew Boyd, and Tyler Glasnow talk pitching in 2020. Rocky broadcaster Jenny Kavnar leading a roundtable discussion with the most influential women in baseball. Don't miss sports from the sidelines, available now on the SiriusXM app. Search sidelines. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top-quality hand sanitizer and all-natural protective barrier products, manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super-portable one-ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super-sized pump bottles for home and office, and protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code RADIO for 10% off today. Forcefield.com discount code RADIO. The skills you develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you a head start on your career. Gain practical experience with technology and equipment that will give you a leg up in the civilian world. Learn critical leadership skills and to be part of a team. Serve your community and your country part-time while earning money for an education. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn about the paid training and career opportunities available to you in the Army National Guard. The Tony Bruno Show. Tony Bruno and Harry Mays on Sirius XM Channel 211. I might be the only sports host who was hired during the no sports lockdown, which clearly means I'm an essential service. Join me Monday through Friday where we help you escape the monotony and bring a little levity and entertainment into your lives. Great interviews, lots of laughs. We will bring you everything you need and want to know. Catch new episodes of The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekday afternoon starting at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. Overcoming great challenges like COVID-19 requires great cooperation. This is Dan Hilferty, CEO of Independence Blue Cross. Most of us never imagined we'd be facing an outbreak of this magnitude. But in the face of this challenge, hospitals, public officials, and business leaders have come together. Through effective cooperation, these leaders are taking steps to keep us safe. Slowing the rate of infection from the virus will help hospitals care for those who need attention most. Remember... Stay home. Leave only for essential needs. Stay informed from sources like the CDC or Department of Health. Take a break from watching the news. Stay well. Exercise and practice self-care to make sure you're physically and mentally fit. In our great region, we have a tradition of caring for each other and cooperating to get things done. We'll do it again now. For more, visit ibx.com COVID-19. Together, we will beat COVID-19. 
thanks coronavirus for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code radio for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code radio. Listen to the Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and with the Sirius XM app. Ladies and gentlemen, all of you nasty people out there are about to bury Pat McAfee, but I knew he would come through. I knew there was something up. I knew he wouldn't pull one of those lame excuses. You know, like when he was supposed to go out for punting practice and he didn't show up on the field and everybody's waiting for him when he was with the Colts. Mm-hmm. The great Pat McAfee, an award-winning sports reporter, former punter, maybe the greatest punter in NFL history. Pat McAfee joins us now from Indianapolis. Hello. Tony, hey, I'm so sorry I'm late. I got caught up on a call. As an entrepreneur yourself, you can know how that happens. I was bummed in the middle of the conversation that I missed our start time. Happy we could do this. And by the way, there was never a moment at practice where they were waiting for the punter. That is why I am potentially the greatest punter in history. Well, I just wanted to make that perfectly clear because you're always out there. Because, you know, sometimes the kicking guy's not out there, the holder's not out there, and you're trying to run a practice, right? No, that is such a small, limited amount of times for that to happen because, you know, back in the day, Tony, and I understand you've been in the sports world for a long time, when the Grammaticas would tear their ACLs when they would celebrate and when other kickers would do things of that nature, it got a real bad likeness for the kickers and punters of this world. I'm trying to change that for the brand. So we're never late. We're always on time, except for in this particular standpoint, and I feel terrible because I am a Tony Bruno Award winner and it's one of my favorite things I've ever gotten in my life. And it's on your – in fact, if you watch Pat McAfee's show every morning, you see the Tony Bruno Award on his desk prominently displayed there. And I appreciate you keeping it. And I thought you'd put it up there for a couple of days and then throw it in a closet somewhere. No, I'd never win anything. So the fact that I won an award, I mean, that's a big deal. And it's, it's no half-assed award either. I mean, it's a beautiful trophy. You guys did a great job because Tony Bruno's at that high standard where he only expects good stuff. Exactly right. Now, now, Harry Mays is here, and we were just talking about emus on the loose in Pennsylvania where they had to shoot it dead on the road. That's what we're talking about today because it's a big story here in Pennsylvania. But we're talking to the nation, Pat McAfee, and you do the same thing each and every day. But Harry has a question right now. Harry? Well, he brought up the grammaticus, right, and it made me think of all these kickers. And I used to always say that there's a, a group of kickers, all the grammaticus, and, you know, everybody else is living at this big red roof inn outside the DFW airport just waiting to get the call. Mm-hmm. And they jump on a plane and they go to the tour. You know what I mean? It's like because everybody's trading kickers. And like, don't forget the Zendejas right, brothers, too. Right. You don't know all the names. <laughs> well, there is like a kicking carousel that happens. And I don't know if this is what you were referring to with the Red Roof Inn. Yeah. But normally, if you see a kicker not do well, there'll be like five to six guys who come in and work out. Right. And whoever has the best day, they get the job. And the, cutter, the kicker that was just cut. He joins the other five to six guys that go back home, kick balls, and wait for somebody else to get hurt. It's always the same names, and then you kind of go on these workouts, and you just hope you get hot at a place. Graham Gano was at, like, two teams before he got hot for the Panthers, and he got hurt and cold, and he's gone. He'll get back into that thing. It's just very common for kickers to kind of bounce around until they get hot and find a home forever, and then 
They make a lot of money, and or it ends with death threats for a miss. It was typically on a Tuesday, didn't they? Work out? Did, did they work the kickers out on Tuesdays? Yeah, Tuesday is normally the off day yeah. for um, most NFL teams, so that's when all the workouts happen. Not just kickers, but I think all workouts happen because the coaches' attention could be there instead of with the players. Pat McAfee, of course, who reigns supreme in Naptown. After you know, the first there was Bob and Tom. Now there's Pat McAfee ruling the airwaves in and around the greater Naptown, Indianapolis metroplex. Yeah, I was lucky that the Bob and Tom folks welcomed me in. I, uh, I think I told you this, Tony, whenever I was out there for the illustrious award in New York City. Um, great suit, by the way, by you. Well, thank you. I mean, you. you looked incredible there. The voice, obviously, very recognizable. But the suit, the look, the lady, I mean, you crushed it over there. Well, thank you. I, I, have, a, I have a tailor, but I've been, I've been slumming it in my wine cellar here doing these shows for the last couple of months. I haven't shaved. I mean, I look like, I don't know if you saw Adnan Burke. We had him on the show. He's been down there in his basement. Seriously, I said, don't go to an airport, bro. You will, they, they, will, they will haul you in. Tony, can't say that. But, all right, uh, COVID-19, quarantine uh, uh, has definitely got the best of a lot of people. Uh, I was very lucky, though, to have Bob and Tom in Indianapolis. They're syndicated. They were syndicated at one point on 170 stations. I don't know how many they're at now, but they were in Indianapolis Comedy Morning Show. And Jeff Saturday would go in there on Tuesday mornings for the local half hour from 10 a.m. to 10.30 after their national 6 to 10 a.m. And after Saturday left, they brought me in to do the local call. And they, well, they wanted to bring me in, and they asked me, like, hey, will you do the local Colts talk on Tuesdays uh, for the Bob and Tom show or whatever? And I remember the Bob and Tom show when I was a kid. We used to have it on in Pittsburgh on, I think, the WB channel or something like that late night. And I would watch it whenever I was falling asleep at night because I was uh, kind of a nocturnal creature because the brain never stopped. So that was so long ago. I was like, I'm not going to join that show and be the reason it becomes a terrible show. So I actually said, no, thank you. I was like, that is not something I would want to be a part of. And Tom Griswold told me, if I don't come on the show, I'm an idiot, basically. And uh, I said, all right, you got it. So I go on the show, and I kind of just fell in love with the medium, man. I enjoyed the hell out of the radio. I think it's an intimate relationship that you have with people. Uh, and the Bob and Tom folks kind of were my mentors. My, they taught me a lot, and I, I kind of see a lot of that in my show now where I have a topic, talk about it, let's see if it gets hot, move on, let's do that. And I think the Bob and Tom folks are really the only reason why I'm doing what I'm doing currently, and I'm very thankful for them. Yeah, great guys. I got a chance to meet them. Not in Indianapolis where I went many times, but in L.A. because they would come out to L.A. a lot because they were syndicated in the L.A. market as well. Great guy. But the guy with the Dodger hat, though, I always forget, is that Bob or Tom? He retired, right? Yeah, that's Bob Kaboyan. He retired. They made the Hall of Fame, and then he retired, or the Radio Hall of Fame, and then he retired. He's my next-door neighbor, actually. He's the one that found me in my house I currently live in. I love that man. Now, Harry Mays, my partner here, one of the things he always does when we have guests on, mm. he wants to know, because do you play golf, Pat? I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I'll hack it around every once in a while. There's been a couple off-season I got good, but I'll go out there and, you know, smoke some vitamins, drink some beers, and swing a stick. Because Harry always wants to know, because every guest, when we talk to the prominent people such as yourself, they always belong to an exclusive club in the area. <laughs> and Harry's probably looking for one in the Indianapolis area that you could probably get him on. Maybe like Crooked out. Stick. Is something. Crooked Stick that's, out that's there? That's not far from Indianapolis. Hey, I want to let you know, Bob, I am not a country club guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's where John Daly won his first major. Exactly crooked. right. Yeah, hope yeah. Hell yeah, he got a, he made it as a wild card or something or a replacement for somebody. Yep. And by the last day, all of Indiana was following him down the fairway as he went on to win. I, John Daly, uh, 
I got pretty tight with him there for a little bit. But, yeah, I, I think if you were to say my name at Crooked Stick, you might get rejected as opposed <laughs> to accepted. And that's, uh, that's okay with me, by the way. Yeah. yeah, he's not on the golf course. He's out on pontoon boats I jumping gotcha. into the water. He had like Brian real... Westbrook no. on his show today. Our Brian, Brian oh, B. West was yeah. on with you from Villanova? Yeah, I love Brian Westbrook, man. He, uh, we talked about how either Beach or Andy Reid said that Clyde Edward Tolaire uh, he's better than Brian Westbrook during the draft. So I had to talk to him about that. It was he obviously got a little bit defensive there. Oh, yeah. I appreciate it, which he shouldn't have, by the way. Eagles Hall of Famer. Uh, he's a good interview, though, good conversation. And he's currently living in a horse farm with his family. He's got ten horses. So the yeah. conversation went a lot of different directions. They're like miniature right? horses, though. Two of them. Yeah. Two of them are miniature horses. Yeah. Eight of them are full. Oh, he's got eight full-growns now? Yeah, Harry and I used to do regular shows with him yeah. on local radio. I used to host the Brian Westbrook exactly show. Exactly right. Yeah. Come on, man. I love. We love he's him too. Good. By the way, not everybody. There's a lot of people that aren't. And this is going to sound so arrogant, but there's some people who just aren't good at telling their story or telling their opinion. Mm-hmm. Brian Westbrook is incredible. He, he is. is very, very good conversation. I'm very thankful for him. And that's he, at Villanova education. That's right. You're not getting that anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> By the way, you know one of our interns is going to Indiana University out there. And he's oh, yeah. interning on the show. He's a big fan of the show, and he contacted us. He called us when he was 13 years old back in the day when I was in L.A., and then he followed us, and now here he is graduating. In fact, he just graduated this past weekend, right, at IU? That is correct. Yes, Caleb. Caleb Yearling. Yarling. Yarling. Yearling's a, a horse, it's a, a young horse. baby horse. <laughs> yeah. I got horses <laughs> on my Brian Westbrook has a yearling. Yeah, he has yeah, a yeah, yearling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, tell Caleb I say congrats, Brad. Uh, Bloomington out here in Indiana, good time. And I assume he's going to be a great intern for you guys, if, especially if he's been a fan since he was 13. That's a lot of loyalty. He knows the ins and outs of every one of your uh, brains over there. Yes, get this. He used to call into the show at 13 years old when he was having a sleepover, and he was hiding inside the sleeping bag, and he would dial the show. <laughs> trying not to wake up his other friends. Yes. Hey, that's, that's, that's what happens. I mean, if you, you know, you inspire people. Tom and uh, Bob and Tom inspired you. I had radio people inspire me. So if these guys are, you know, he wants to do journalism. He wants to be in the business. And he's showing the dedication that you really have to have. You know, because a lot of people want to get into this business. You were a great athlete. You played. And so people think, well, he only got into the business because he was a punter. That's not how it works. You've got to work hard. And you busted your chops, man, to get to where you are. Because you just can't say, hey, I punted for the Colts even though I made some unbelievable plays and some of the greatest plays in NFL history. So that, therefore, I have to have a job. If you get a job and then you can't perform, they don't care who you are. Well, I appreciate that. That means a lot, and I think uh, that's a heart because it, it has been a lot of work, obviously. Now, I enjoy the hell out of it, so I don't really view it as that tasking. But people think, like, making it either – on the internet or radio or TV, like especially this past uh, fall, I got a chance to kind of do a little bit of a run there with ESPN. The amount of travel and the amount of busy work and then tra- this, there's so much work that's involved in everything. And I think that's the one main trait. If you see everybody that's at the top of the mountain, it's being displayed in this Michael Jordan last dance. And it's kind of everybody that I got a chance to be around that were unbelievable at things. It feels like the one trait that all the people who are at the top of their mountains are incredible work ethic. And uh, I was very lucky that I had a dad who was a truck driver and my mom a secretary and we grew up in Pittsburgh. And I just feel like if you work your ass off, good things will happen. And I kind of carried that here to this internet thing. And hopefully me and my boys will get to the top of the mountain someday, but we very much understand it ain't 
Are we on FTC radio? Yeah. Yeah, uh, we're still. Yes, we are, we're on SB Nation radio as well, so you can't use profanity. Not hard. Oh, well, there ain't a. Di- there ain't a damn thing that you're going to get accomplished if you don't work your ass off. And I think that's why I have so much respect for you, who's been in the game for, what, 200 years at this point? Exactly. <laughs> but I'll do it for half that time, and I'll, I'll settle for 100 years. I always say 100 years. You're going to make me 200 now, Pat? Come on, man. <laughs> well, with this quarantine, you know, you talked about that, man. I, I'm assuming you look pretty Zeus-like yourself over there, and... Uh, that just doesn't add, you know, that doesn't add to the youth thing. All right, one of the big stories we talked about on the show when it broke in New York about Monday Night Football, you know, going in a different direction. You work for ESPN as well, and Harry and I were discussing it on the show, and knowing your style, and you do stuff with ESPN, and you do college football, and you did XFL, and so it's not like you're foreign to them, but I read that you uh, said that you have no shot of being part of the Monday Night crew. Is that official, or is that just your gut feeling? That, well, that's, I mean, it's, a year ago, uh, my boys and I and the people that follow me on the Internet are the greatest humans on earth. We pushed for the Monday Night Football rule. We know there was no chance that I would get considered for it, but we made a little bit of noise. We made a little bit of noise. And then every Monday going forward, I would receive tweets like, you know, hope one day you get in there and stuff like that. And whenever the job seemed to be opened up yet again here, obviously the natural thing was, okay, we made a push for it last year. Let's go for it again. And Every time I would ask a question to, you know, my people, I was basically told, like, that's going to be a long shot. Like, that is that is going to be tough, obviously, because ESPN is trying to be – they went after Tony Romo, the best color commentator, hottest comment, color commentator in the game right now. Then they go after Peyton Manning, massive name, Drew Brees, massive name. They went, you know, a prestigious booth again. And whenever you're a punter, that's not necessarily the position you're always in, a prestigious one, shall we say. So – I think I've been told on a couple of different occasions that I'm probably not the guy that's going to get that gig, and they try to say it in the nicest possible fashion. And do I think I'd be good at it? Yeah, I think I would be. But now is not the right time, and, and there is zero chance in hell that I get offered the gig anyways. Hey, Pat, I know I've watched you uh, every week on College Game Day this past year, and it makes me think of college football. Here we are, May the 14th. How are you envisioning college football, you know, right now today? It could obviously change in two weeks, your, whatever your opinion is, but what are you thinking the, the start of the season looks like right now? You know, we talk about this on my show here the last couple of days, and I think everybody's really intrigued by this, especially because if you look at the SEC, Big Ten and Big 12, a lot of their schools are in places that are going to start to really kind of open back up into society. Now, obviously, massive T's and P's for the coast for battling through this coronavirus still at a high level. But out here in the middle of America, the country has been open here for like the last week and a half. I don't know if the government knows that, but people did not know that they were supposed to stay at home for like the last 10 days, maybe two weeks out here in Indianapolis. I mean, it's almost like people have gotten stir crazy. And then you hear stories about Texas in Florida and Arizona and Georgia. And I think there's going to come a time where there's going to be a real conversation. Now, now obviously, Greg Sankey came out, the SEC commissioner, and said that they're all unified and everything like that. But I think there's going to be ways that they're going to try to figure out how they can get the season to go. I hope they do. I got a chance to obviously get baptized in the college football world again last year without being out of it for so long. Enjoy the environment. I'm just not sure anybody has a clue what's going to happen because I think as we open back up state by state here, I think we'll only be able to tell by the numbers of what happens to who. And going forward, I don't think anybody has a clue what's going to happen. But I think the NBA 
22 or 30 facilities being opened up on Monday. And you're talking about the golf thing happening this weekend, the UFC. It feels in the the NBA thing is the most positive thing I think I've heard, but it feels like there's going to be something, and that is coming from a guy who knows absolutely nothing. So you because one of the things we were talking about yesterday, like for today, the uh, the athletic director or I guess the president of West Virginia jokingly said, if I have to go out there and play, I'll go out there and play. That's how much we want football back. Obviously, he's not. But will there be one conference that says no and another conference that says yes? Could that happen where you have, for example, Herm Edwards saying, Arizona State, if we don't have students back, we can't have football. This is not, there's not, not everybody's on the same page. Not every conference is on the same page. Yeah, I have no idea. And they've come out with a very unified front, but then Mark Emmert was like, yeah, the conferences and the local governments, they're going to have to figure it out themselves. I think until we get closer to the actual expiration date on making the decision, we won't really know if everybody's going to be on the same page or not. They're saying they are, but if you're the SEC, the Big 12, and all of your states have been able to resume, and, and let's just take football out of this. People in California who just got, what, another three- to four-month stay-at-home order, and then Indiana is about to be open this weekend, basically, and Texas is open. How are they going to handle that? I, I just I don't know how we're going to have a unified vision on any of this, let alone football, but I'm hey, I am here for it. Can't wait to see what the hell happens. And if college football takes place, I'm happy. If it doesn't because it's too risky, I understand. And I think the NFL is something that's going to set the tone in a lot of this, too. I think they're going to ford the river with this whole thing. And who knows how that's going to work out as well, especially with the L.A. teams, San Francisco, and the New York teams. The great and Pat Philadelphia. Ma- the great Pat McAfee. So, Pat, people listening, you know, if they don't know where you already are, I don't know how that's possible. But how do people get to hear you every single day? Eh, don't, Tony. It's not good. Just, uh, yeah, this was enough, probably. You know, it, 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 this is, they don't need to. Too much of me is not a good thing. You know, no, come on, man. Perfect. You're on the show. I want people that's at Pat McAfee's show on Twitter. Nah, Tony, my Twitter isn't even good anymore. So, I, I like, if you want the YouTube, we're on the YouTube. But other than that, don't even worry about it. I mean, just in spurts. If <laughs> you I have enough. So, you're saying you have enough listeners. Enough. You're full, and you can't because you have to socially distance your listeners. He's now. at capacity. You're at yeah. capacity yeah. right now. You're at the safe capacity to, to not continue to add more great listeners to your program every day? To be, to be 100% <laughs> candid, uh, we have too many. There's, not, there's too many people that are listening to what we're doing, and I, I, just, I don't think it's warranted. So let's just cap it off here, all right? All right. How about, okay, and the, the ones you don't want anyone, just send them our way. Just send them our way. I've never, ever heard anyone <laughs> in any form of media promotion department or anywhere on earth in any business, especially media, Say, that's enough. No, we got enough. He's got 1.7 million Twitter followers. I know. Well, we have 1.7 million followers enough. I don't want 2 million. I don't want 3 million. You sound like Blake Snell. I'm not, it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Twitter, hey, Twitter used to be a lot more fun whenever I was smaller. I used to be, be a real savage on there. Now, can't do it. YouTube, obviously, our YouTube is growing. It's where show, but it's just too many. I don't know why. We're not good enough yet for that many people. So we'll just keep working. And if we get back on the Tony Bruno show or get the Tony Bruno Award again, we'll let people know where we're at. We'll be better then. Well, people can see it. It's right in front of your computer, and you're not, you haven't even moved it or covered it with a beer can or a, a sauce bottle. So I appreciate that, man. What is that it's sauce? What is that sauce thing you have next? Well, that's to? not live, Tony. I just grabbed. Yeah, I know it it's a picture. Energy. Yeah, I know it's not live, Robin. I said, what is that on the picture where the computer has my trophy there or his trophy? Is it hot is, sauce or what something? What is that hot sauce you got on there? That's Nick Mangold's barbecue sauce. Oh. Seventy-four barbecue. Okay. The yeah. great Nick Good. Mangold, Harry. Yeah. 
former Jet. Well, that's giving Bengals, a lot. See, that's what I love about you, Pat. Everybody wants to give the quarterbacks and the running backs and the wide receivers. You're talking to the guys in the trenches. He's a center, the man. The punters, yeah. the kickers, the, the unappreciated oh, yeah. parts of the National Football League, and even the student athletes matriculating in the collegiate game. Yeah, we're the public golf course guys. You know what I mean? We're the public golf course guys. We can give you any public golf course you need, Harry. Uh, but Nick Mangold decided to release a bar- or launch a barbecue company, uh, barbecue sauce company, in the middle of a pandemic. So <laughs> any help we can get, I am just trying to help him out as much as possible. Hey, people have to eat. You can put barbecue sauce on anything, That's even right. like cardboard, and make it taste better. I mean, if you're eating Especially, a box. Hey, especially this barbecue sauce. I mean, Tony, this barbecue sauce, the one on my desk is not open, but... I'll drink that straight to the face. You know, it's just so good. <laughs> oh, I think we need some. You tell Nick I need a bottle, though, because, you know, we can't get any meat, steaks, chicken, or anything. I'll put it on some cardboard boxes from our Amazon deliveries. It'll probably taste better. It's 74 barbecue. That's what it's called. 74, 74 barbecue. barbecue. He doesn't want Matt, Now, Nick hasn't sold too much of it, right? I'm sure if you would ask him. Uh, I do not think so. I, I, think we are, I think we are at the early stages. We need to start selling more because it's so damn good. Hey, Pat, thank Thanks, you so Pat. much for coming on, man. Good to talk to you. We'll talk to you soon, brother. Thank you. Sorry I was late. Cheers. No problem.